Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. October 26th, and somebody wants to say hi to you. Yes, he is climbing on my leg. One more time. There you go. Folks, this is Sonny. He likes to come in and say hi to you guys in the morning. Hey, did you know that we were matching today? I didn't even do that on purpose. That's pretty funny. Anyways, Wednesday, October 26th, and yesterday on the Daily Financial News, we posed a question. Thank you for all that participated. I asked you who would have better earnings, right, earnings per share, who would have an earnings beat between Microsoft and Google slash Alphabet. And it was it was about a 70-30 split. About 70% of you thought Google would have better numbers, where the other 30% said Microsoft. If you picked Microsoft, I think you it is a clear winner. Microsoft's earning per share were a couple of pennies better, and Google obviously was a big miss. I think both stocks are down this morning. I did not check, uh, but they certainly were uh, before the stock market opened. So thank you for participating. We will find uh, another question for you to participate sometime today. Here you go, buddy. So lots of stuff to talk about. Let's talk about Meta. Let's talk about Meta or Facebook. Let's make this the question of the day. Will Meta beat earnings or miss? And then second, here's a little sprinkle. Will Meta slash Facebook announce layoffs greater than 10,000? Yes or no? Will Meta in their earnings announcement talk about layoffs exceeding 10,000 people? I don't know. Sounds like a good question. Will Meta beat yes or no? Will Meta announce 10,000 layoffs? Yes or no? Leave comments below. Simple yes, yes, no, yes, whatever you want. Leave comments below. Let's get the algorithm working for us. Next, let's talk about new home sales. New home sales came in at 603,000, slightly better than expectations. What I believe is going on in new home sales today is uh, they're blowing out inventory, right? If they have new homes that are complete, they are taking a haircut and selling it. You have seen new home builders give up land. Pulte Homes just yesterday talked about $800 million in deposits on land that they have written off. They basically said, no, thank you. We don't want the land. We're good. Pulte talked about 24% cancellation rates, about one in four contracts up from 10% last year. So again, new home construction is going exactly how we expect. It is going to collapse. It will be cut in half. What we are working through today is existing inventory. We are seeing land pushed away. They are not land banks like they were last time. They simply had options, which they are walking away from. So again, transactions down 17.6% and will get worse. That's year on year, down 10.9% month on month, and it will get worse from here. It would not shock me if new home sales eventually gets under 
400,000. Yes, folks, I think that's where we're going. So what's that, another 30% drop, 33% drop from here. So 600,000 down to 400,000. Rates are over seven. There's talk about them going over eight. We just, we need to get through this. And I think new home builders will contract. They will, they will build differently. They may shrink their portfolios. It's going to be, we just got to get through this. And as you saw, Polte Homes, actually, uh, when they got rid of the land, they also did some pretty significant stock buybacks as they thought their stock was cheap. So lots of stuff going on here. Let's talk about inflation. I'm starting to hear about this more and more. It feels, it feels so common, but I think is very wrong. Let's talk about it. As we have been talking about inflation, we will talk about headline CPI. The last print of headline CPI, as I recall, was 8.2%. Was it Bank of America? Let me make sure. Yes, Bank of America came out and reiterated what we have heard from folks like Mark Zandi and others. Inflation is going to be easy to beat the first 4%. We are going to go from 8 to 4 in an accelerated manner, and then 4 to 2 will be hard. I just want to be very clear. I think that is a mistake. I think uh, it is very rare for things to work kind of just work out like that. When you look at what makes up CPI, a.k.a. inflation, if you look at it at the broadest level, there are two components. There is stuff, call it physical goods, and there are services. I believe too many people, Kathy Wood, Mark Zandi, Bank of America, Wells Fargo, are focused on stuff. Yes, clothing could get cheaper. Yes, cars could get cheaper. Yes, computers could get cheaper. Got it. That is roughly 27% of our economy. If you have been following my channel, you know that for the last couple of months, I have been trying to pivot you to look at services, owner's equivalent rent, wages, wages, owner's equivalent rent, aka services make up 73% of our economy. I believe if that is true, what will actually happen is we will go from eight to six relatively quickly. But it will be hard to go from six to four and really, 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 really hard to go from four to two. So I think we could be talking about inflation over 4% for over a year. And we might be talking about CPI over six this time next summer. A lot of folks, Kathy Wood. Mark Zandi, Bank of America, are talking about deflation. Deflation in stuff. It is roughly speaking one quarter of the economy. Sure, that will get cheaper. Okay. What about the other 75%? So we will see how this unfolds for the next three to four months. But I do not believe that inflation will be easy to go from eight to four. Yes, I understand base effect. Yes, I understand deflation. I, I get it. 
I just don't believe it. I believe I believe there are too many folks focused on inflation of the last 30 years, not appreciating the appreciating the inflation and lessons from the 70s. So we shall see. Next, let's talk about earnings. I have a whole list of earnings. I want you to pay attention to two things and two things for the rest of the next two weeks. Guidance and price increases. Guidance and price increases. Because what I am starting to see is more and more people are not hitting top line, which is revenue, but they are hitting bottom line, which is earnings. How are they doing that? They are raising prices. Pay attention to this. For example, Kraft, Kraft Heinz, right? Ketchup, mustard, those guys. Beat top line, beat bottom line. Successfully raised prices. Do you guys know how much uh, Kraft Heinz raised prices in the last quarter? It's going to blow your mind. Blow your mind. It certainly did mine. They grew 15.4%. They raised the cost of ketchup 15.4%. And I use ketchup as an analogy for their portfolio. Harley Davidson, beat top line, beat bottom line on strong pricing power, aka raised prices. Hilton Worldwide, beat top line, beat bottom line, and raised guidance travel is strong. Let's go up to some that we got yesterday. Google, missed top line, missed bottom line, slowest growth since 2013, YouTube revenue actually dropped. Not good. Microsoft beat top line, beat bottom line, but gave very weak guidance, and their cloud revenue has slowed. Chipotle, here we go, here we go. Missed top line. You're not buying your burrito bowl. You beat bottom line. Why? Because you at Chipotle have raised prices three times. Chipotle has raised prices three times. Three times. Amazing. Mattel, toy maker, cut their profit for forecast. They are going to ramp up promotions, meaning discount stuff. And they also missed revenue. Texas Instruments hit the top line, missed bottom line, gave a very weak forecast. Uh, Twitter, I think, again, according to all the news reports, Elon has intention of closing Twitter by Friday. We will see if that happens. But yes, uh, I think what is going on is uh, Elon clearly overpaid? Have you guys seen Snap? Seen Google's ad revenue? Uh, it is a dumpster fire at Twitter. It would not shock me if he comes in and just cleans house, fires 50, 75% of people, and starts over. He is going to be pissed off. Woo! That's going to be interesting to watch from afar. Uh, something interesting in Google's report that I saw it said they need to sharpen focus. As an executive at a company or a couple of companies, when we had to sharpen our focus, that meant two things. One, we cut product development. 
I keep telling you in a bad time, get close to revenue, not close to the future. You get close to the future in good times. In bad times, you get close to core. It's sort of like farming versus hunting. You want to farm in the bad times. You want to hunt in the good times. And again, sharpen focus. There may be layoffs coming at Google. It would not shock me. In phase, beat top line, beat bottom line. Question for you, when does in phase feel the pain from a housing slowdown? Or, this is an or, maybe, maybe because of all the interest rate lock-in, all those move-up buyers not selling, all those move-up buyers with 3 and 4% mortgages, maybe, just maybe, they choose to buy in phase or solar instead of moving. Maybe they invest in their homes. I don't know. Maybe. Spotify missed earnings expectations but beat on revenue. Uh, they also beat on uh, monthly active users. Visa beat top line, beat bottom line, and raised dividend. They raised their dividend something like 20% and announced a stock buyback. Coca-Cola beat top line, beat bottom line, raised outlook. Uh, next. Uh, let's last one. No, already do this. Yeah, one more. Apple, Apple supplier Corning, uh, actually warned that smartphone sales are going to be down twelve percent, and notebook slash tablets down fifteen percent. Right, Corning makes the glass or the screen for these uh, devices, and they're saying, hey, a lot less demand than we thought. Twelve percent and fifteen percent. That is a significant drop. Uh, we already talked about Twitter. So uh, next up, I just saw here, there's an economist named James Knightley. James Knightley is coming out, again, kind of parroting this 20% crash in housing prices nationally next year. Uh, I don't know how they get there. He is saying we are going to have falling demand and rising supply. I don't know what he's looking at. I have not seen the rising supply, at least in my buy box. According to lots of you, you're not seeing rising supply. According to Omar, just yesterday, his inventory went down 9% in a week. Beth, yesterday, <coughs> excuse me, talked about the middle of her market evaporating. So I'm not really sure what these people are talking about, uh, supply going up. But um, maybe it's wishful thinking. I don't know. So at the end of the day, it is Wednesday, October 26th. I want to thank all of you for subscribing. Yesterday was a hard day. We got zero growth, but uh, I'm sorry, the day before. Yesterday, uh, over 40 of you chose to subscribe, which I appreciate. Thank you very, very much. Let's congratulate some people doing the work. Jason, congratulations. Husband and wife team, Rolden and Carezza, congratulations. Chase, congratulations. And Jeff, congratulations. Your cards, folks, will go out in the mail. What are these? If you don't know, these are cards that I send out when someone does the work. Someone writes and negotiates a great deal and finally closes. Folks, deals are getting done. Great deals are getting done. You just have to do the work. Don't gamble. Know your buy box. Understand average. And then write great deals. Have an amazing day, folks. Uh, Wednesday or no. Yeah. Wednesday, October 26th. Bye-bye.